Hey guys, Justin here, and I just wanted to let you know that we have only five days left in our campaign to raise money to make Trek off the motion picture. Now, if you've been listening so far, you've heard us hawking it and hawking it and talking about it and talking about it, and this is a movie that we really, really want to get done the best we can about Star Trek podcasting, and it's going to be really funny, it's going to be really fun, and you can find out about it at www.trekoffmovie.com. Now, if you've been delaying, going, I'm not sure, or you're hearing us do this part, and you're like, ah, no, 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 forget about that, we are an indie film we're not hollywood we're just trying to do something fun for our fans um five dollars helps one dollar helps if you if you absolutely and you can do it with paypal and stuff and it's really easy if you absolutely don't want to another great way to help is just to write www.trekoff.com into your status update in facebook and what that'll do is it'll pop up a little thing where you can post and let your friends know about us and and say hey this is a podcast i listen to and it's an indie film that is getting made and here help these guys out um, anything you can do to help would be awesome. Uh, we have about a thousand dollars. We got five days left. I know that we can do this. So go to www.trekoffmovie.com and help us out in any way you can. There are tons of great perks, ways to get hours of podcasts that you're not going to be able to get anywhere else. You're going to get music there. You can get in the movie there. There's tons of stuff you can do there. So go to www.trekoffmovie.com. Okay. That's it. Welcome to Trek Off. The episode you're about to listen to has lots and lots of harsh language, so listener discretion is advised. It's time for Trek Off, a two-handed Kirk punch to your nuts. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name is Alexia. And wow, you're, you've got your serious mad voice already on. Because I'm peeved at you, because you That's are just a hater. Wait, hate, what, what? hate, hating all over the hatey place. Well, this is going to be a fun episode for us, because... <laughs> Today we are talking about the uh, the the dweebs, the hated, the dweebs. The, the, the uh, I don't know that they're always the hated. The dweebs, I think, is accurate. Well, the reason not I, everybody hates like you. Well, not everybody wants to be hate hate hatier than the next person next on. to them. I think that there are a lot of people who do get hated on. I think there are people that they go, okay, these people are the hated on, but I don't know that every one of them deserves it. And we will talk about them, and I think you and I will disagree. Which is what oh, we I'm do. sure that we will. That's what we do. But before we disagree. <laughs> but before we disagree. <laughs> let's play. I don't even the, know if I. You know what? I want you to never get one right. I want us to do this forever and you will never get one right. This is what I love is that, <laughs> that the accusation being made against me is that I am a hater. <laughs> She's like, I want you to fail. I want you, you to fail you're, so bad. You're so negative to the <laughs> fictional characters. I want you a real person to fail in what you try and do. Because awesome. you're just so you're, mean, you deserve it. No, you're right. You're a good person. Suck my dick. <laughs> I would like to submit. Suck it. No, you're right. Absolutely. Point proven. <laughs> but my point. <laughs> All right, let's play everybody's favorite. No, you know what? Show. Play with yourself. I you're really good at that, right? Oh, oh, <laughs> masturbation jokes. Wee. <laughs> I just trek off all over the place. <laughs> what? Like you don't ever make a lame joke? I make tons of lame jokes. If you want to hear them. <laughs> I was trying to be you for a moment. Listen, listen to our back catalog because yeah. they're everywhere. Everywhere. I'll make some today. I'm sure you will. Because you think you're funny all the oh time. Oh my goodness. What is it's wrong with you? Not. She is just on fire. Goodness <laughs> gracious. You attacked, her you attacked a woman that has done nothing to you. And then you hand me this book. Can, can, can and we be you're clear? like, here, here. Can we be clear? I didn't attack a woman. You Let did too. Clear. You attacked a woman. You attacked her. Attack I, and attack. You said she ruined a man's life. Attacked. I I argued that a fictional character. Who's a, a woman ruined a who happens to be female? Oh my goodness gracious! Ruined a man's life by marrying him. That's what you said. No, it was fucked up. I said she ruined it his marriage. It was fucked up. Whoa. That is not what you said. That's what you amended after the fact because what you said was so fucked up. You just keep talking. I just hear blah blah blah. I know. I know. <laughs> be glad I don't turn you down. <laughs> Everyone's favorite game. Stump the Justin today. Uh, we are playing, of course, from the the book called Obsessed with Star Trek by Mr. Who again, was it? Um, 
Chip Carter. Chip Carter, who wrote this book, uh, and Paramount, whoever made these books, uh, owns uh, the rights to it, and we are simply advertising for them. That is what we're doing. We're we're throwing you out some great suggestions. You can get this book, Obsessed by Star Trek. Um, so please, Obsessed with Star Trek, uh, go buy it on Amazon. Please go buy it, uh, buy it, because... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I just Go read the first it. question. I'm so excited. Oh, okay, yeah. Let's see. What's the first question? Oh, wait, wait. Are we going to make predictions? Oh, predictions. How many do you think it'll take? I, I predict you will fail. Okay. I, I won't I won't accept her predictions because one, she's seen the first question and two, <laughs> she's going to predict my failure. What do you think? Um, You know what? I'm going to stick with seven. Seven it is. Seven's the number to beat. Seven let's go. Lucky number last week. I was right. Uh, here we go. What is the question? <clears throat> what is the crew complement of a Zindi reptilian warship? A, 22. B, what? 28. C, 36. Really? Or D, 42. This sucks. That's <laughs> the best thing ever. This is instant karma. C, 36, I guess. You better not have guessed it right, because I'll be so mad. Incorrect! Oh, I, I, I was right. It's A, for the record, 22. All right, I... Um, can we can we start again? So now? everyone should know that Justin failed. That's okay. karma. So That's we're not going to play. We're no, play. you failed. That's what's happened, right? Like you fail. We play till you fail, and you failed and, right away. And you because of instant karma. Because you punish the audience for it. Awesome. <laughs> it's everybody's favorite game. <laughs> Is it though? Uh, all right. So fine. Let's. You, you want to switch it around? You want no, to switch? No, all right. No. All right. Let's play stump the Justin. That was an unlucky question. I that was an unlucky question. It was no. And Why you know, won't you just own that you deserved it and the universe gave it to you? Fine, <laughs> I own that I deserved it and the universe gave it to me. Suddenly, I see why you side with Keiko O'Brien as oh, much as you do. Oh, goodness gracious! I think more people would side with me on Keiko than you. Really? Yes. Oh, I think that I think man. that is a good question. We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, because and we're not just going to do the the who is the most hated like we did before. But no, we'll, no, 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 no. But and and we'll stick mostly to core characters. But we'll hit a couple of side. But let's do one more, one more session of Stump the Justin, everybody's favorite game show. Uh, brought to you by our sponsor, Obsessed with Star Trek, which is where we're stealing the questions from. Um, <laughs> I mean borrowing. I mean advertising the questions for. Um, obsessed with Star Trek. Goodness gracious, that those are the ones that, that are going to get me. They're going to be the ones like, what was the name of? What was the number? It's that's like from a single line, but and <laughs> and from Enterprise, like the mm -hmm. the crew. Oh my goodness! I like like I'm. It was so delightful that that was the. I couldn't have been happier. <laughs> Go for it. What's the first question? Okay, so let's see what we got now. Yeah, question number. Oh, this I'm sure you'll be fine with. Mm. Question number? 1627. 1627. Uh, the question is, who told a security guard not to call him Tiny? A, Sulu. B, Chekhov. C, Kirk. D, McCoy. That's going to be Sulu. Sulu is A. Yay! Hooray! That's one. That's one. Let's do it again. What question number are we going to next? It's thinking. do 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 Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. All Going all the way to the, the beginning. beginning of the book. Fifty-eight. Here we go. <clears throat> what was the real race of the spy on board the USS Enterprise during the journey to Babel? A. Tellarite. B. Andorian. C. Orion. D. Vulcan. Can I have the question again, please? What was the real race of the spy on board the USS Enterprise during the journey to Babel? And the answers, please. A. Tellarite. B. Andorian. C. Orion. D. Vulcan. Well, I'm wavering between Orion and uh, and Vulcan. Um. I gonna say Vulcan, but I'm really not sure. That's a guess. I would guess Andorian. It's no. incorrect. What is it? It's Orion. It's Orion. Ah, oh, man. I knew it was Orion. Okay. Well, you know what? Today is a day of fail for me, man. You know this why? Is, I because it's just, a, it's just a taste of what's to come. That's all. Oh, good. Good. Now you're siding with her. <laughs> awesome, traitor, traitor, traitor to your gender. 
goodness gracious me. Not a traitor to your marriage. That's right. That's how you're different than Keiko O'Brien. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? Calling her a traitor to her marriage? I'm sorry. She was a traitor to her marriage from the very first episode that she was going to enter into her marriage. Because she had second thoughts. Because she had a bad fucking day. Why you got to be like that, man? Oh, my God. She's a human being. She's a bitch. You know what the thing is? Yeah, she is. Granted, I, I agree with you on both of those points. We agree. Argument ended. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she is a human being and she is a bitch and she has no further characteristics. <laughs> so, <laughs> I would like to submit that you are a douche. Every single. Now, I don't want to say she's bad in every episode. The ones where. So the, the circle episodes of DS9 where she was like trying to be a teacher. I think the writers didn't know, didn't know what to do with her. And I'm not saying she's a bad actress. Um, she gave a great performance when she gave birth on uh, Disaster. I think the actress did a really good job of being like she showed a lot of comic timing because it's a funny scene where Worf del- delivers her baby. baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, I think that she is a terrible, terrible person. Wow. Um, sorry. I only base that on everything that she's ever said and done. Oh, my you're <laughs> such a dick. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, sorry. I'm sorry, Keiko. I'm sorry, Rosalind Chow. You are you are a talented actress and I enjoyed you. And for the record, I, of course, disagree with Justin. That she's a hate, talented hate, actress? Hating. She hates no, you. about the How other stuff. That? Oh, my God. How can you say that about her? <laughs> no, she no, did a good job. She, she knew what I meant. Good. They all know what I mean. I can't of believe you said that about she's her. she's a wonderful actress and a beautiful I just person, said that, and the very next the thing point. you said was, I disagree with you. I disagree with the other stuff you were saying about Keiko as a character. No, you don't. You're just adding that on as an amendment. Oh, my God. You are such a child. <laughs> I stuck my tongue do out. You, you really did. He stuck his tongue out of me. Would you like a lollipop? Yes. Well, you can't have one. <laughs> <laughs> too fucking bad <laughs> speaking of horrible characters um there are some that we're going to list some and here. keiko is not one of them and we are going to also hit on some that some people think are annoying that maybe we will disagree with but we're going to go into the dweebs, the dweebs of track um and we're going to start uh right in the original series now i think that uh the original series is um who do you think was the dweeb of the original? If there's a dweeb, if I have to choose one? Yeah, because I mean, I really don't think there is one, honestly, in the original series. I think that Chekhov is a dweeb a lot of the time. And I think that I think that they accept that he's a dweeb in the remake and they just call it out that he's kind of a dweeb. But I think he's he's like kind of like just by him, like like in that group, he is the most in, he is the least superior, I guess you would have to say. Like, I can't think of anybody that could be worse than him. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess it also depends on when you're talking about. Are you talking about just the series or the series plus the movie? The series plus the movies, but not the reboot. I'm talking about the, right, origi- I know we're the not original, talking about the reboot, but I'm the, just, the original, original... In- incarnation. I can't think of anyone. I mean, Scotty is is silly here, but he does it for laughs. And I think he achieves most of the laughs he's going for. Uh, not Spock. So you're saying we th- you think that we laugh at Chekhov rather than with him more often than not. I don't even think we laugh with him or at him. I think we laugh at him. I think he's funny. I don't Nuclear think... Nuclear Wessels. I think he's funny. That's But that's that scene is funny. I don't think of anything else he has done that is laugh-inducing outside of that scene, which... Yeah, he's he's exactly. That's a great way to yeah, put he's, it. Yeah, as of, of the original series, he's probably the least... Um, it's worth noting that unique he, in some way he was added on to be the 60s young character he, he was, was supposed to be the day you know, yeah the, he's supposed the, to be davy jones davy jones he, you know. clearly because he looks a lot like um and <laughs> and it's you know i love that they made him russian you know i love that his accent is as bad as it is oh i loved it i love uh i love that anton yelchin did as bad a russian accent on purpose um <laughs> despite the fact that i think he is actually like Right, like he had to learn to do the bad accent because he knows how to do a proper Russian accent. <laughs> um, um, I, uh, yeah, I think I think that 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 Chekhov of the group just doesn't. He's not dynamic. He's not a leader. He's not. I mean, for goodness' sake, look. Yeah, but like neither is Sulu. Look at the. Yeah, but Sulu becomes everything. Sulu does ends up being awesome. That's the thing. So Sulu ends up just being a when he gets a chance so to shine. 
Yeah, he's fe- yeah, but that's one episode. He's you know fencing in the hallway. He gets the cool leather jacket. He gets he's captain of the he's captain of the Excelsior. Right, that's the point I'm making. Like they're they're kind of on par, right? Like they no, both. No, no, they're nowhere near on par. Near as cool as fencing shirtless. Yeah, he's. You're saying so. His high moment of nuclear vessels and being funny is not as high as Sulu's high moment. Let's yeah, well, yeah, is lower. Let me be clear. Let me, let me be clear. In Star Trek Four, where Chekhov gets to be funny, Sulu is more awesome than Chekhov in that movie. Where Sulu gets to wear, or where Sulu gets to wear a leather jacket and recognize what what the helicopter is, and tell the guy to not call him Tiny, and you know, <laughs> like like where where he gets to, you know, he he Sulu in Star Trek Four comes off as just being kind of smooth and badass. He is the he's the one guy who seems to immediately acclimate to the time he's in. That's true. He has no trouble, um, and he gets to be and he gets to captain a starship. No way is Sulu less like less cool than he ends up captaining the excelsior for goodness sake yeah ends up you're right yeah and and i was just saying like when when you look at like the original series yeah like aside from the like the time when he gets to be half naked trying to fence in the halls like which those, is awesome which is very very awesome but like as characters both of them are just kind of on the bridge and and not really doing a whole lot Oh, I think that's that's true for that's true for mo- most of the characters in most of the episodes because it really was about the three. Yeah. Um, and but Sulu, I would I would agree with you that Sulu and Chekhov more than the rest. Yeah. They were yeah. they were the last ones, and I think that that Sulu's little things here and there just made him awesome. Just, just make yeah. him more awesomer. I get it. Yeah. Absolutely. So so I guess Chekhov could be the dweeb. Um, special. Uh, you know, I would say special dispensation. I hate to say this for uh, this is a side character. But um, for Nurse Chapel, uh, I I feel like especially after um, uh, Major Barrett's great performance as number one in the pilot, mm-hmm. and how well she does with with you know, and we'll talk about Luoxana because she is hated, but some people really love her. So we'll talk. Oh, I love Luoxana. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. But I think I think Nurse Chapel's defining characteristic is being in love with Spock and mooning after him mm-hmm. and being all doe eyed. And, and that's like, that's, yeah. that's the attribute that they kind of give her. They um, don't give her a lot to work with. She really gets, don't. I mean, she, I would say that she's less developed than nurse Ogawa in, in next gen. Yeah. Like she's more a prop than anything yeah. else. Yeah. Like she's, so. she's the, she's the thing that brings him the tools. You and, know what I mean? Like and, and it's not ja- like she has but, much, but Janice Rand is the same prop. And yet she somehow seems. <laughs> I disagree, though, because they like because of Janice Rand being more. Um... She carries more weight. No, I, that's what I'm saying is I'm saying that while Janice Rand's role was a prop, yeah. she transcended that role. Well, but that's because they had her do things other than just her role. And I'm saying that there's only once that they really let yeah. Nurse Chapel do that. That's the difference. Seeing Nurse Chapel is now in retrospect interesting because I see Loxana and I'm like, oh, look, it's young Loxana. And sometimes she sounds like the enterprise computer, but, <laughs> but I'd say that she's, you know, she's not even a dweeb and I don't think anyone hates Nurse Chapel, but no way, but I know that some people hate Chekhov. I know that there are people who are like, there are actually people who hate Chekhov, like legit. I think that, like, I think that he, he annoys me on the show sometimes. What? I think, I don't think he's a very strong actor. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. What? Oh, that we disagree. No, I'm shocked to hear that Justin is annoyed by it. Justin says anyway. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yeah, Boy, he's look, buttering his toast. Goodness why don't you gracious. go ahead and drink your haterade? Drink it. Drink it good. <laughs> the thing I would like to submit, I can't submit. You can't submit anything, bitch. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> She's going to turn your mic off. <laughs> then I'll always be right. <laughs> I'll just do your voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that will fool everyone. I'm Alexia. I think that you're right all the time, Justin. <laughs> It worked for the Academy of uh, Arts and Sciences. So. Oh wow! Um, uh, moving on. Uh, original series. Let's let's say. Oh, you want to get in the movies? You want to say who's the who's the dweebiest side character in the movies? Because there are a lot of people hate on uh, hate on David, David Marcus. Oh yeah, I'm sure that he's kind of you know, Dad, nah. Dad, you're my. But I think he redeems himself in three. Like he's like he's a bit more of a bad guy. He's been been like a rebel. He hasn't done everything the way he was supposed to so. use proto matter. He sacrifices his life. You know, Zavik. oh, what? Zavik. 
Savic, Savic 2. A lot Savic, of people yeah. hate on Robin Curtis, uh, Savic 2, because she's not Kirstie Alley. Really? Yeah. Because I think she's better than Kirstie Alley. Yeah. I do too. I agree with you. I was referring hmm. to Kirstie Alley. Yeah, I think you were a lot yeah, of people, referring to Kirstie Alley. A lot of people think Kirstie Alley was kind of hot and new and a different way to do a Vulcan. We hadn't seen a lot of people portray a Vulcan in the way she did. And well, then... Like, and, with emotion and like... <laughs> but, but young. But young and just different. Just... I guess. She's not... All right, so so okay, you know, that's it's a legit look. I I think that 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 Robin Curtis is better than Kirstie Alley, and I'll and I'll I'll leave it at that. I'm not bothered by Kirstie Alley. Oh yeah, no, I mean I didn't like hate her or anything, and because I like Kirstie Alley, like as an actress, I like Kirstie Alley. Um, I oh just... hold on, Commander Decker, in the motion picture, the guy who was supposed to be like this was gonna be my ship. My oh. car came on and took my ship away. I'm gonna Mwah. go with the bald lady. Mwah. <laughs> I'm so sad. He I'm such a square. Mwah. 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 They'll never mention me again. <laughs> you know who he reminds me of? Um, is is actually Cyclops. He's a little Cyclops. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I see exactly what you're saying. And it was, and, and I don't Mwah. like those characters. Like typically, like the only time I like Cyclops was in the movies, and that's largely because. He wasn't played the way Cyclops was normally yeah. was supposed to be played. Like he wasn't toasty. He wasn't all I am good and will always be good. What do you think of Commander Krug in uh, Star Trek Three? Christopher Lloyd's Klingon. Oh, I liked Christopher Lloyd's Klingon. Here's the thing: I did too. But there are those who think he's who hate a, him. Who thinks he's a little too Christopher Lloydy? Now but here's I, the thing. But I feel like they could always be a little bit more Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> well, here's the thing: is that that that's the first movie where you see like the current incarnation. That's the first real, the, like you see what they look like in Star Trek One. Mm-hmm. But you don't get the the Klingons that we know start in Star Trek Three, like the ones that we know that are that are Worf and the way Klingons mm-hmm. behave now. And that's it. Really starts with Kruge and his crew. Okay. Um. But there's some people that just like all they can see is Doc Brown. Well, see, but that's their problem. I feel like because like I, I I don't think he doesn't act like Doc Brown. You know what I mean? Marty. <laughs> <laughs> except except I can see Marty. I, I, that's heavy. I can I can see him. Look at, I, can, I can see him see him though in that same voice that you just did going going beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, he's 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 still very Lloydy. No. I mean, he's Christopher he's, Lloyd. He's Lloydian. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I didn't ever get a sense of like. Yes, he was angry. Star Trek. Fi- oh, well. There's Kirk's. <laughs> there's Cybok. A lot of people hate Cybok. Uh, Spock's half brother. Oh, I get that though. Yeah, that like that the, makes the sense. emotional laughing. You know, the silly. I'm gonna steal the ship and take everybody to see God guy. Yeah, I get it. And God, the floating head. People don't like him. Yeah, can't. And 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 Uhura when she's doing the fan dance. Only when she's doing what? the fan dance. What? Oh, her I love the fan dance. I hate the fan dance. Of course you do, because you hate women. I don't hate women. I feel bad for her. I watch her doing the fan dance, and I'm like, this is... Disrespectful. This is, yeah, I feel, I feel like you're, you're a character who's played with intelligence and grace, and you're not that, that you're not the sexy one that you were in the 60s anymore, that you're too old to be doing this. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, it's... She is not too old to be sexy. That's wrong. She, you, a, sir, a you, kind sir, of sexy, are wrong. Exploit fan dances on their own are supposed to be exploitative, and so using that to their advantage fantasy. to distract. I don't think that she is. I, I am disagreeing with you. I can't believe you I was, said it. I you was, should take it back. You're a bad, bad. Man. I was distracted for all the wrong reasons. I'm sorry. I wasn't. I You're wasn't a bad man. I was. If it were, if it were young Uhura, or if it were, um, or oh, if it were name? somebody else that was younger and more sexy to you. I can't even believe I'm hearing you say this. Wait a minute. Yeah, that's bullshit. That so is that is bullshit. Up. That is so wait fucked up. Wait a minute. Up. So so wait, you I want to be sure that I understand. I think she looked hot. Okay, great. Good for you. I want to make sure that I understand your 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 logic here. Because I wish that somebody who is sexier to me was doing the fan dance, it is wrong that she wasn't sexy to me. Yes. That's like saying <laughs> that's like because saying, your reason for her not like being sexy is because she's old. 
that's what you said. I, you said if that, it was that young Uhura, I would have been fine with it. I was it's more wrong, attracted. Wrong. I was more attracted. This to is the, the reason that nobody wants to have that the, the, the older actresses have trouble getting work in Hollywood oh, because they're on. not sexy and nobody wants to have sex with Different them. And it's this kind of shit. It's fucked up. Different kind of sexy. Up. Different kind of sexy. You are on some kind of rant tonight. Goodness gracious! If I say anything against a female character ever doing anything wrong ever once. I'm just saying You're this an right here. On womanhood. I would wa- you know what? Goodness like, gracious. I can watch an older gentleman who is clearly my senior. I would still think it was sexy if he did a fan dance. I'm just saying. That's why it's Wait fucked a up. You wouldn't think it was sexy if a younger gentleman did a fan dance. Sure, I would. Really? How, how much younger are we talking? Yeah, and, and I mean, yeah, how much younger is obviously so, very relevant. So I want I want to be clear. Who who's hot to you? Who's hot? All of them. All men are hot. Most men. Okay, let oh, calm down. Most men, regardless of their age, like that's not a factor except, for me. Except for me, because I'm the evil devil. Well, right. yeah, except for right. you, because you are is, is, the hateiest hater is, around. Is, is Chris Hemsworth Thor? Is he hot? Of course, he's hot. Is he hot? But he, the difference is, is I will still think he is hot when he is Anthony Hopkins as Odin. <laughs> she would like to submit. Fuck you. <laughs> no, I would not. She would like to submit. Fuck you in Odin's eye hole. I mean, really. I, I actually, true. there is something sexy about Anthony Hopkins, but he's not generally something I find. All right, here. Well, oh, yeah, wait. Let, let's do this. Wait. All right, what? What? Oh, I have something I'd like to point out before we get too far away from what you said. All right. It's okay to exploit Uhura if she's young and sexy, but it's not okay to exploit her if she's older. Um, I'd, I, to say okay to exploit, I don't want to put that out but there. What, but that is what I, you said. That's what you said, though. I don't like it. That's what you said. Been younger and hotter, it all right, let me... Uh-huh, see, that's what he right, said, wasn't me, it, wasn't let it? Me be, let, me be very, uh-huh. let me be very clear about uh-huh. what I'm saying. Okay. In the same way, in the same way... I like you better when you're off mic. Go sit down over there. <laughs> What I'm saying is this. Different people can be sexy in different ways. And I'll use men as, as an example first. All right. You can be an older gentleman who can. I would say that Anthony Hopkins has the ability to be sexy. I would say his voice could be sexy. I would say that that there that that his panache could be sexy in a certain way. I would say that there are older gentlemen. Certainly, um, uh, Pierce Brosnan, you said, is, pre- is pretty oh, to look at. He is so pretty. <clears throat> he would not be as pretty doing a fan dance right now. Now in a three, I would still look at it. I would still enjoy it. Really, that's what I'm saying. Watch the Matador, because he's not sexy. He's shirtless in the Matador, and he knows well enough to play that for laughs. He knows that 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 there is a there is a thing that when he gets older, now that he is older, he is sexy in a different way, and he exploits that in a different way. Do I think that older women can be sexy? Fuck yes. Helen fucking Mirren is sexy as fuck. She's sexier now, I think, than she was when she was young doing all her booby movies because she did a lot of booby movies. We saw your boobs. <laughs> um, uh, uh, but like, do I think older women can be sexy? Yes. In a certain way. In a way. very specific, just in approved way. I'm just saying. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying that I am not in the minority about Uhura doing the fan dance. It is. Well, then you guys are all wrong. She, she, she is. She, How dare you? She is not exploiting the assets that that she should be exploiting at that point and you know what and her character had grown to the grown to a point where she's no longer the chick in the short skirt her character had grown to the point where she was sexy for different reasons and people change and the way that they're attractive to other people change and i was attracted to i was attracted to her in her younger state more and i'm attracted to helen mirren in her older state more so people are different. People have different preferences about different things. I know a lot of people who think that Pierce Brosnan is better looking now than he was as, Re- as Remington Steele. I know a lot of people that see him as Remington Steele and think that he looks gawky and young and too young and like a boy. Well, that's just ridiculous. And I mean, as Remington Steele, that's just ridiculous. You know why? Because Remington Steele rules. <laughs> um, but 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 at the same time, my wife stopped like she stopped digging Pierce Brosnan after the Matador. So there are people, different people have different opinions and different preferences. And I don't know why suddenly it's not okay for me to have a fucking preference of my own. 
All right, I'm not saying that she's not I'm, sexy. I'm not saying she's not attractive. What no. you said My was she was too old to do the fan dance, and I that is what you said, and that is what is fucked up. I that idea by- that she was sexy once and now she's not sexy enough to really? do that is wrong to me. Can wrong I t- to me? Yeah, let me let me let me say this. Let me say this. I don't go to strip clubs. I've never been to a strip club. What is your point? I have. If I had gone, if I go to a strip club. I'm not that interested in seeing women in their 60s at the strip club. <laughs> that's not, that's not like, like when her is doing the fan dance with no disrespect to, to Nichelle Nichols. I'm not sure. You tr- can't do it with no disrespect Here's to Nichelle thing. Nichols. You can't. I'm not trying to see behind the fans. <laughs> I'm not trying to look behind well, the that's fans you. anymore. I was. Okay. Good for you. You and I have a difference of opinion. We do. You know why? Because I am not ageist. Wow. <laughs> now I'm an ageist. You are an ageist. I'm, I am in no way an ageist. I, I don't give you your opinion, fam. You just... I'm looking at you because I'm like, <laughs> where the fuck are you? And why did you run over me with that fucking bus? <laughs> Mr. Ass. <laughs> because he knows you're wrong. Goodness gracious. Um, you shouldn't have left it in neutral when you got out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Let's go on to Star Trek VI. Um, Valeris. Uh, there are people who dislike Kim Cattrall as Valeris. Really? I am she not one awesome. of them. I actually, so it was supposed to be. Um, it, I bet it's because she was sexy, right? It That's was supposed it. to be. I don't think she was particularly sexy as Valeris. I think she was sexy pre-Valeris as a mannequin. And I think she's, I think she's sexy <laughs> post-Valeris in Sex and the City. What? I Maybe I didn't like your haircut. Does that make me a harist? Yes. You know? Yes, it does. <laughs> you know, maybe Why don't we just add that Vulcan? to your list? Is it Vulcan? I'm a speciesist? You are species. You're species harist. Goodness gracious. Ageist hater. <laughs> um, Valeris is, uh, is, there are a lot of people who don't like her. Who may, it might just be because she's. Kim Cattrall. Uh, there are people who are who are, people are hot and cold on Kim Cattrall. I yeah, I, that's what I'm guessing. Like it, it occurs to me more as a as a as a not liking Kim Cattrall than as a not liking. But the check character. but check this out. I don't particularly like Kim Cattrall, but I find her sexier in the mannequin role and in the Sex and the City role. I don't find her particularly sexy as Valeris, but I really like her as Valeris. I think she does an exceptional acting job. Oh, she absolutely especially does, when Spock is trying to oh, get the, the yeah. Like, I think that that scene is really gripping. I think, I think that that literally because he's gripping her <laughs> face. There's the joke. <laughs> there that it is. There's there's the bad joke was that going was to happen. happen and there it was. Um, so all right, all its glory. Original series and the movies. We'll get to the next gen movies when we get to the next gen movies. Star Trek: The Next Generation. The, the television obvious show. dweeb. Let's talk about Mr. Wesley Crusher. <laughs> Poor Wesley. Poor Wesley. Wesley Crusher was a creation of Gene Roddenberry who wanted to put himself as a boy. On the show. Really? Okay. That he, Gene Roddenberry said, I, when I was a kid, I would have loved to be on the Enterprise. And, sure. mo- and most of our viewers are kids. We have a lot, ton of kids who are watching. And I would love... To have a character for them to like relate to. Like, yeah, I would like... Directly. Sp- yeah, I would like... But he, he said that he based Wesley off of what he thought his reactions would be to being on the Enterprise. He wanted someone who could... He wanted the rest of the crew to be like, you know, very business. Mm-hmm. And he was the one who'd be like, ooh and ah, about what's going on. Okay. Um, a failure as a character. Yeah, no, it um, didn't go. It didn't go they, well. They didn't know what to do with him. They had him save the ship one too many times. He was too brilliant through too many accidents one too many yeah. times. <laughs> um, then they tried to make him more contentious. I will say there's a period of Wesley, uh, Wesley dumb. Yeah, what I, would what would you say is his peak? One of the things I I thought we should be talking about when we're when we're discussing the dweebs. Yeah. Um, as they are, should be like what's what's their high point. Like I, what's the best that they're at and what's their lowest point? Like, specifically, specifically at? once he puts on the Starfleet uniform, I kind of don't mind him so much. Once he takes off the gray uniform, yeah. he, he is. I would say once he becomes an actual. Yeah. Once he's wearing Starfleet. the Starfleet, he's just part of the crew. Yeah. Crew he, member. He, he's no I longer he's a not kid. He's no longer a kid. Yeah. He I is, feel like what they did is when he was younger, when he was just the kid on the bridge, yeah. like they needed to have a reason for him to be there, like to make yeah. sense, which is how come he became I'm doing my so brilliant, project. so fast, so much contribute, you know, so contributing to everything going on. Like it was just, it was just a lot to ask. I liked him when he was just, I liked him when he was just like in the, in the ops position. Yeah. Uh, that worked for me. Absolutely. And um, every once in a while, just being in the ops position, he would have something of value to contribute that and would I, be interesting you know and i liked his last brilliant wesley episode which was final mission 
with uh when he he and Picard crash on the up on the planet with the oh. douchebag captain. Yeah, um, but I think he gives one bad line reading in that episode that kills him for the entire episode for me, where he goes. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we do. Love you, Will we Wheaton. love Will Wheaton. No, I think you know, Will Wheaton's the first person to call out Wesley Crusher. Will Wheaton hates oh, yeah. Wesley Crusher, um, but he As does a character. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. um, and he has become awesome and and an awesome blogger and and a, an innovator and stuff when it comes to like celebrities interacting on the web and 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 an advocate for independent film and blah blah blah. Everyone knows Will Wheaton is amazing now. Yeah, he's the um, shit. And everyone knows that he was kind of a douche then. And he will be the first person to say he was kind of a douche. He was kind of a douche then. <laughs> um, I think he does a great job through the whole episode. But when I think of that episode, it's just this: this is the only line I hear. You should listen, to Captain Card. He's the one to get out of get us out of this alive. Just that, like in the desert sun, I can see the shot that the, it's all washed out because of the sun. He's wearing the thing around his head. Mm-hmm. He's the one who's going to get us out of this alive. It's that. Uh, it's the whininess to it. Meh. You know, it's just. Uh. And then the rest of the episode, he's pretty good and he's clever and he's kind of intense. And his last scenes with Picard are great. But when I think of that episode. All you can see, this is your problem. But you that's just, the thing. You is linger that, on the bad. But I maybe it's just because maybe the bad stands out so much because it's basically him and Patrick Stewart and. What are you going to do, right? If you're a candle flame next to a blowtorch, what are you going to do? Like, maybe you're a perfectly good candle flame, but Patrick Stewart, if you're going to have a, a Picard-centered episode, what are you going to do? It's it's. I mean, there there are a lot of people who, when I was a kid, would go, Riker can't act. And it's not that Riker can't act. No. It's not that any of them can't act. It's that you have a guy who is going to later be knighted for his work Yeah. next to you. Patrick Stewart is a, is a, is a brilliant... Yeah, yeah. Uh, powerhouse. He's yeah, a powerhouse. like these these guys these guys these guys are all good boxers, but he's Mike Tyson. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> uh, like, and so every time he has to box with them, they're gonna get knocked the fuck out. Yeah, and that's you know maybe it's that you know maybe we don't maybe you forgive their bad choices, but maybe I have a harder time forgiving their bad choices because I see Picard as a guy who so rarely, very rarely ever seemed to make a bad choice on the show and I would ha- I'd be hard for- I'd have to sit around and think about yeah but I also think that he had the benefit of being such a key character that I feel like he had um better writing given to him not all the time not all the time I'm he saying- had shitty writing he turned shitty writing into good writing sometimes. well and that's that I mean that's that's the mark though of yeah. like the truly great like yeah. that's the thing that I always look to what's so interesting like when you see like a really bad movie and there are people that you, you every once Stewart's in a while. been in a bunch of them. Watch Excalibur. <laughs> yeah. You'll see certain actors, though, that have gone on and done bigger, better, awesomer things. And, like, it's immediately apparent when you watch them in a bad movie. Why? Because you see this bad writing. And you see these other people with the bad writing. And, like, it's awful. And somehow... These actors, though, the Patrick Stewarts, like even with the bad writing, like it's still not good. Like no one's going to still go, oh, that was brilliant. But now it's watchable. Yeah. Now it's different. It's, and it's so stark because it'll be like like you're talking about, like it'll be this light in this just pile of darkness and crap. And you're like, <laughs> oh, wow, look at that. That's good. <laughs> Arguably, they shouldn't have named the movie Darkness and Crap because <laughs> the criticisms were going to start right there. I mean, it's a little on the nose. Oh um, my gosh! Uh, so let's talk about side character. That's characters. the other bad one. Let's talk about side. Uh, uh, Wesley Crusher is the obvious choice. I don't right. think he's, he's bad. The obvious, be, but so so you don't think that episode is his high point? Then I like. What do you think? Here's is the his thing. High I point? I kind of might. Okay. I mean, I, I, I mean, ca- I still think I think it's a good point. I kind of I, think I, the, I kind the, of might, and and yet he's still. It's also one of his lower points. Uh, that line reading that line reading you think is, is his is, low I, point and the rest of that episode is his high point i don't i don't think he does once he, once he's in the red uniform especially and maybe even once he's in the grave once he's out of the rainbow shirt i don't think he gives a line reading as bad as that um i think he was getting just talented enough that he's able to carry off the other stuff he has to do mm-hmm. but that i think he was getting the point in his career where he was becoming just arrogant enough that that episode that line seems very actory it's very like if you listen when i was doing the pop-off podcasts um which i haven't done one in forever which i I might do eventually again um (laughs) uh, but we talked about um harry potter a lot Mm -hmm. and hermione goes through this phase especially in uh 
Harry Potter four in the in the Goblet of Fire, where she is terrible, where she is the worst of the three because she's so confident in her abilities. Everything she says is like this because you can tell that she thinks she's very very good at what she's doing. Wow. And and she's not as good as she was in Harry Potter one, and she's not as good as she gets by the end right when she gets past that phase of thinking that she's better than she is she lacks the humility mm. to give a, a, as real a performance she lacks the experience to get pa- get through that and it's something every actor goes through it's and a metaphor I, for, for being a teenager yeah and yeah. she was a teenager and so is he so i think you know you watch them his unfortunately his last episode on next gen you know where he is with the native americans um one, he had gained a lot of weight. He didn't look very good. He didn't uh, act very well. His his character was terribly written. His motivations turned on a dime for no reason. He's an asshole to everybody. And then suddenly he's on the side of the Native Americans against Picard. Not the very, very first time he meets them. And then suddenly he's elevated to a, a higher form of being without even going, hey, guys, sorry, I was an asshole to you for a while. <laughs> Everyone's just like, Wesley, good. You're going away with the traveler. Travel. <laughs> we'll, we'll see you when you cameo in good Nemesis. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, Wesley. Um, any other really? I mean, a lot of people hate Loxana. I just, th- I don't understand that she's so much fun. She is. Um, I think her episodes, sometimes they made them too Loxana-y. And she was best when she was used as a foil in an episode that was maybe about a larger issue. Um, okay, I, I would say that I could see that. I think Half a Life, where she is, uh, the, where she's married to the guy who has to commit ritual suicide, is astonishingly good. I think. Yeah. I think. Oh, yeah, I think the one where you episode. hear that Troy lost a sister and that she's so f- you know flamboyant as part of dealing with that oh, loss yep. is great. I think that. I think that. When you hate her, and I think I hate her in a lot of episodes, but I think I hate her because everyone else hates her. Like everyone in the episode hates her. Oh, right, right. Yeah, okay. And I think that the the fun of Loxana is getting underneath that eventually. When she's just flamboyant, I'm not so much into her, but when there are the levels being played later on in her I guess it's like I know those are there though, right? Like for me, even like going back, like- I don't see them so much going back. I think Menage Troy is one of the worst episodes of Star Trek. You know where she and Troy are kidnapped by the Ferengi, and and Picard has to do the the love poem. Although that's kind of funny. It's, <laughs> Star Trek played for com- comedy is always dubious, and that's a dubious episode. I see what you're saying. I mean, um, I usually think it's funny, but I'm easy. Um, I'm not but, a hater like you. Right? Are they? I forget. Yeah, I think he's in his. I think he's in his dress uniform when he does it. I think um, he's wearing his dress. But later, but but later on when um. Later on, uh, when she appears on DS Nine with Odo, I think she's great. I think. Oh she, yeah, definitely. You know, she she gives she she gives a great performance. So I'm I'm, uh, I I yeah, because I think the difference on DS Nine is anytime she's on an episode, like it's not just as flamboyant her. Like you always have some moment where you see behind the curtain yeah. a little bit. Um, anyone else on Next Gen? I uh, I hated Barkley in his first episode. I loved Barkley though. I loved. I grew to him. love. I grew to love Barkley. But again, I did. I. I don't know if I hated him or if I just felt what everybody else. Everybody hated Barkley in his first episode. I guess that's why I loved him, though. You see, that's the thing. I'm, I, I was probably. I'm, I'm that especially, person. Especially you know at, I mean? at that phase of my life, especially, I was probably Barkley. If I was anyone on the show. That's ship. the thing. Like, that, I think that, like, me as a person, like, when I see that happening. Yeah, but I thought I was like, Data. I thought that <laughs> nobody, I didn't quite understand and nobody quite understood the, the, the me that was me. I'm Data. And I look back at me and I'm like, no, you're fucking Barkley. <laughs> You're, you're you're jerking off in the holodeck to Counselor Troy, and then and and then getting caught with your pants down, and then being an asshole to everyone, and living in your in your mind all the time. Yeah, I'm I guess what I'm it. saying, like as me as a person, like whenever I see that happening, I, I'm always like, no, don't be mean to that. Why is everybody being mean to him? Why is yeah. everybody like it? Just makes it makes my heart swell and go, come here, let's go have some fun. <laughs> like yeah. I, that's the way I see it. Like so, I really, I really I loved liked, him, and but- I also think that partially. I liked him because of eighteen. I um, didn't watch eighteen. Oh so, wow! What? What? I was a Knight Rider guy. So was I. So what? They were on at the same time. 
Oh my god! I was and, allowed to watch like one or two shows. And you a didn't week. have a fucking VCR, Mister. Oh, I liked the eighties as much as you. And you I didn't was watch only, eighteen. I was only allowed a staple of the eighties. Only allowed to watch a certain amount of television and a certain kind of television. So you're saying that you basically you lived in a prison? I'm sorry. I didn't live in a prison. <laughs> I was not allowed to watch what was considered at the time to be adult fare. Uh, I had to argue my way. I was I had to argue my way into Knight Rider, but he has a talking car. And I think if Knight Rider hadn't appeared on different strokes, I might not have been allowed to watch Knight Rider. <laughs> remember? Because he did. I don't remember that crossover. Oh, yeah. No. Kit was on different strokes. I'm sure it was a very special episode. Cause I feel like I must see this now because I don't recall it. I had my picture taken in Kit. Did you? Yeah. I'm jealous. I loved Kit. I, I, I went to the car show for that reason, like because Kit was there. And like my parents, I was like, I have to sit in kit. That needs to happen. Like, and they totally understood and it was awesome. And they let me sit in kit. And then like, so basically it was like what they have now, basically where they have like yeah. the, the guy who's there that like takes, of course it was a Polaroid, right? So like they took the Polaroid of me sitting in Do kit. you have it? I, it's, I swear it's gotta be in existence somewhere, like in all of my, you know, boxes of shit somewhere because I would wow. never have thrown that away. Like not That's knowingly cool. or willingly. That's really cool. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, that's uh, anyone else in next gen the series that is like hated on just just someone you just go that is a that uh, let's say they have to appear in at least three episodes okay um someone who's just sort of shitty mm. you know I I turned on Vosh but I didn't turn on Vosh until her terrible appearance on DS9 um because she was really good I just watched the Vosh episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I like Vosh. Except on DS9. Under her, her oh, appearance. yeah. No, that's different. Though. She wasn't even... Tr- like, she seemed drunk sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe she, she wasn't. Maybe she was just... Ma- maybe it wasn't as, as... What is with you and women hating tonight? Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity hater. Thank you. It <laughs> doesn't sound like it. <laughs> what is the deal? I just hated on Wesley. You're like, uh, and then you hated on Loxana, and now Vosh. no, no. I gave Loxana a total pass. You did not give her. A total I gave her a total pass. pass. I said I really dug her, and that you like said I eventually this. did. I hated her at first, like everybody else. I had, and your opinions are all like, I like everybody, except if, <laughs> except if they're on Voyager, <laughs> or even some people on or, Voyager. I like, or or if it's Skyfall, I like everybody except for that, <laughs> except for that. In, in those cases, in those cases, I, I would like to submit fuck them because they're awful and um, they're horrible. And I hate you, Justin, because you're a woman here. Blah, 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 blah. Wow. That yeah. doesn't sound anything like me. No, it sounds remarkably like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be surprised if anyone was fooled and got, oh my God, I thought that was Alexia Doug. That's crazy. <laughs> I know. Why are there two Alexias on the show? How did that happen? Is she being cloned? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go next gen movies. Um, and for the record, I was with you on Wesley. Star Trek. I okay. So you hate more, uh, but <laughs> but Wesley is like 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 was Abraham Lincoln a good president? You know, it's, <laughs> I mean, when when the actor comes out and goes, <laughs> when when Will Wheaton comes out and goes, yeah, Wesley's a yeah, piece Wesley of shit. Was kind of dweeby. Yeah, I, I fucking hate Wesley. Like you go, okay, there's something there. Um, Yes, uh, but I thought that before he said it. All right, thing. the movies, uh, Star Trek Generations. Any real dweebs on Star Trek? Gen- all right, well, here here are two characters. They're women that I did not enjoy mm. all the time. Big surprise. Are, are you a big fan of Lursa and Betar? They're your faves, right? You I love them. I don't hate them. I, I, I didn't always enjoy their, right? but it, mostly it's their DS9 appearances, which in general I think says I didn't like when next gen characters guested on DS9 because they always seemed forced. Yeah, but that's a that's another issue. Like, let's talk about them when they were. It, yeah, it's hard for me to do in like it's hard for me. Like, I see sort of the whole. It's hard for me to go them in that movie. They're fine in that movie. They're nothing special in that movie. It's not their movie. As a matter of fact, I I thought it was a little weird that they pulled them in to that. I felt like it was a little insular. Like your average person who is a Kirk fan wasn't going to go into that movie and go. Lursa and Bator, I know who they are. Nor is your next gen fan going to go. Oh, cool! It's Lursa and Bator, the ones you don't I think wanted. So? I don't think that anyone was like, "They're the ones I want to see on the big screen." I'm not saying they're the ones, but that wouldn't be like, "Oh, cool." No, I think I think of all the people you could have chosen. I think I think you put Vash up there. I think you put you know, fuck, take their lines away and give them to Crusher. Let Crusher do something. 
in the movies. For goodness sake, I felt bad for Cru- I I feel I feel bad for Crusher in Nemesis in particular. Yeah. Yeah, cuz she has like one half of one scene in a room with Picard where the only point of that scene is to advance Picard's character. Or Picard <laughs> is looking at a picture of himself when he was young. And she she's like, "Yes, I remember." Sure, there's that episode where we established that you had hair. But we'll we'll now look at this 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 picture of you. We'll now look at this picture and of you that you were always and bald. see that you were always bald because <laughs> clearly you had some congenital problem, some sort of issue that made you bald. That that made you bald. Always, well, maybe one of the times we altered the timelines because clearly when we showed it on the show, you had hair. Um, because and the, we only had a whole episode about it, like, where we totally saw you. The the director clearly <laughs> thinks that y- the audience is an idiot. Yes. And that they will not understand. That they won't understand that in his age. Let me let me see if I can hold on. Wait. Let me see if I can understand this. Ah, uh, yes, but they had sometimes, to make shins on both. We'll get. To, let's get there. Let's sometimes, get there. sometimes when men get older, they lose their hair. Do I have this right? That's how that works. You hate men. <laughs> Why do you hate men, man hater? Um, I, so I don't think that there's anyone on uh in other aspects of generation that's annoying, but I think generations has an a dweeb character. No, I mean I think I think we've hit the the dweeb characters from the next gen no, I don't. era. No, no, I don't. Okay. I also think that first contact, there are a lot of people who are back and forth on Zephram Cochran. I am not one of them. Really? I love Zephram Cochran. I fucking love him. Um how is their dislike there? because uh, it's played for comedy and sometimes that doesn't work and I think that that's one of the times that it does. I absolutely think it works. Um, yeah, it's funny. And there there are some people that don't like the concept of the Borg Queen that 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 she uh that she demystifies the Borg that like the mi- the minute you have a baddie a James Bond villain who's stating things and sauntering around and monologuing and you know tempting data and the minute you have that the Borg are no longer we are the Borg you're they're, they're, they're no longer that unstoppable force they're they're uh, they're but wh- they were all it was i thought that the idea of the, the queen that there was some force behind the hive like if you're going to have a hive mind by definition i understand you know what i mean what was scary about the borg were never as scary as their first appearance and what was scary about them is they were relentless and had no opinions and had nothing they were just right because you never were, saw behind the curtain the, you never the saw borg, what was driving them the, the borg the borg was a tidal wave they were coming after you and they were unfucking stoppable. So by seeing and being able to interact with the yes, and to being able to to fool her with a very silly ruse of I'm going to pretend that I've taken your side so I can come over here and smash this thing you've never seen before that will kill you, you know that suddenly the Borg. But I think you're talking about plot holes now. I I don't I liked as a character. I liked the idea. I liked getting to see it. I think that I think that you needed. I I do think that she made the Borg less scary. But I think if you're going to continue to use the Borg, you needed to do something with them. Because eventually it's just going to be, we're the Borg, we're coming to get you again. Yeah, know? yeah. I mean, at some point you've got to you've got to advance knowledge. Now, advance so, the knowledge. Some of the Borg people, some people would argue that's why you should not have overused the Borg Voyager. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you shouldn't have, but that's besides. Except the that point. the Borg, the Borg vo- episodes of Voyager are among my favorite episodes of Voyager. Well, yeah, because they're good. Yeah. So. And because you've got you know a Borg character, yeah. and that sort of I think forced them. Um, so her inclusion is very important. So, so let's let's call out the elephant in the room. Uh, Star Trek Insurrection. Mr. A is snoring. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had a um, hard day. Uh, um, it's chock full of uh, Mr. A, Mr. A, babe, babe. Hey, we're recording. <laughs> we're you're snoring, dude, and it's getting on mic. You might want to turn on your side or something. he gives a big thumbs up to you guys um hopefully you're not snoring guys (laughs) um insurrection i i it's hard there's so many so many characters and i'm gonna start right at the top f murray fucking abraham as rafu is terrible terrible and gives the worst line reading in all of star trek in all of star trek which is are you sure you want to say that yeah, I do. And, okay. he gives, and he gives two of them. Okay. The first Seven. one. No! <laughs> he goes, no! And his head splits His head splits open and bleeds down his face. Now, he gives some good lighting. He does some good stuff, but no! 
and also when when something bad happens and for no reason he goes it's just terrible <laughs> inexcusable it's amusing to watch it too right now <laughs> it's it's it honestly watching those moments for comedy and it's it's I, I look forward to them in the movie now. Yeah, because I know, they're not I know it's coming. as anything other than you know, and, and again, F. Murray Abraham, talented fucking actor. Amadeus, amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. but he just clearly doesn't give a shit <laughs> in this. Um, it's just like, give me my fucking uh, uh and, and let's go. This is also um, where this, this uh, movie is where I start turning on data. Which I start turning on Data in this movie. I continue through Insurrection, and by the time Data dies in Insurrection, I'm ready for him to. Um, You're like good, good written. By the point where Data goes, in the event of emergency, I've been programmed to be used as a floatable device. I'm just like, really? Like I wanted to be a child more than anything. You have an emotion chip, Data. Put it fucking in. You know, by the t- it's like like you're singing Gilbert and Sullivan. It's ugh. um, uh, it doesn't bother me. Like it bothers you. Here's the thing. The side guy, Ruafu's uh, like side, like wingman in Insurrection. Mm-hmm. He's kind of good. Mm-hmm. He's kind of he plays it straight. He plays he he's evil to start with. You see the pathos that he plays. You see that he's he's concerned about like about how far Ruafu's going. He's yeah. willing. He's to a little kind of, low. He's more low key. I feel. And like. and 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 he actually gives a better performance. I'm more interested and invested in his character's outcome. Um. But uh, yeah, I would say that the dweeb, uh, either Rafu or I hate to say it, Data, of Insurrection. Um, I'm not gonna support you on Data. So really, no, really. Are do you start to turn on Data? No, not at all. No, not even when he's so stupid that he goes up to to Troy and Crusher and goes, and have you noticed how your breasts have begun to firm up? Like no, it, it just, just it just makes me laugh. He's a moron. He's an idiot. At the end of Next Gen, he was a smart guy. He could play poker. He got it. He was down with it. Then he got an emotion chip and he could function. By first contact, he was this complex character. And you get him into Insurrection and he's just an oaf. I mean, don't you feel like that's a betrayal of the character that you did love so much? Like a character that you had invested time in? A character who, when he gets abducted in the most toys, you wonder not whether or not he's fired the phaser at that fucking guy because you think that maybe he's gotten to the point where maybe he could. When they're beaming him over when after being kidnapped and they go, there seems to be a discharge from the weapon. And then they go, were you firing a phaser? And he's holding the phaser like he was firing. And he goes, no, there must have been some sort of mistake. Or he was in the moral position of does he fire the phaser, doesn't he? And they make you think maybe he did. All of a sudden they took the three-dimensional character and they made him a flotation device. Just because they wanted to throw some jokes in there, like I don't have to. But you, you didn't know. think it was a betrayal of the character? I mean, you don't I think. I mean, he always made jokes. Yeah, but they used to be funny. <laughs> says Justin. Well, says most people. The paragon of comedy. All right, you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Your des- your desire to A, call me a hater, and B, decide that everything is great and of the same quality. That's the thing that gets me is that you have no gray. Everything is a 10. Everything. Not everything. Insurrection is great. Data and insurrection. He's funny. Thank goodness they did that with him. I didn't say that. <laughs> All right, so why can't you give just a fucking little? I am giving little. I'm not going to give the point. I'm not going to give you him being a dweeb. I'm not. An insurrection? Yeah, no. Will you at least give me Rafu? Yeah, you can have Rafu. <laughs> you can have that. Okay. Like, um, I was with you on that. Uh, like, it, was a, it was a little t- cartoonish. It was a little too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, uh, Nemesis. Nemesis is such a weird animal for me. It's so dark. So dark. Um, and I do think that data is terrible in it also, um, both as before and as data. Well, let's just call it out. I don't see any, let's last movie. I don't see any dweebs in the new Star Trek in, in the Star Trek reboot. (laughs) I think, yeah, no, I don't think there's a clear dweeb. I think that, I think that the, the, the Chekhov dweeb was turned around and played for laughs. Like they said, you know what? Yeah, they made him. They're they're like, they're like Chekhov's a dweeb. Let's embrace it. Play it as a dweeb. And all of a sudden he's likable. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's, you know, he's struggling. He's trying so hard. Because he's cute. Uh, you know, yeah. It's adorable how he's you know, such an overachiever. Yeah. yeah. So so I'll call that out and go, I, I what a well-made movie that is. I enjoy that. Yeah. That it's really hard to find a, a dweeb. On yeah. It, like a like a weak character of the uh, four. Hey, you know what? 
the the dweeb in that movie is the guy that Kurt got his gun. <laughs> I got your gun. Boom. That's the dweeb. That guy. That guy. No, because that guy's a good actor. He's pretty good. Like, yeah, he no. wasn't anything he was No, doing. he was actually really, he did a good job. <laughs> Fuck, you want to be the dweeb of the new Star Trek movie? You have to be like a pretty good actor. It's, it's just like, <laughs> that's just the bar now. The bar now. The next movie is going to be, in order to be the dweeb, you have to be fucking awesome. <laughs> if you're not fucking awesome all the time, you don't get to be in the movie. Pretty much, probably. You get cut out. That's why I not fucking mean. awesome enough. <laughs> We want you to play the dweeb. Okay, I'm ready to be a dweeb. No, you have to be fucking awesome <laughs> right now. Go. Go. <laughs> Five minutes, go. <laughs> go. I don't know what to do. No, no. Oh, you just have to be awesome. Okay, Deep Space Nine, which we will have to talk about next time on Trek Off, but don't be too sad. It's not going to be too long as we prepare for Trek Off, the motion picture to be funded at www.trekoffmovie.com. We will be releasing things almost every day this week, so expect the next part tomorrow, if not the next day. And meantime, go to www.trekoffmovie.com to help us make Trek Off, the motion picture. You can do it. You can be a part of it. We need the help. So give us a hand here at trekoffmovie.com. Thanks for listening. My name is Justin and Trek Off. You are listening to the Geeks Radio Internet Radio Network at geeksradio.com, home of Trek Off, the Not Safe for Work Star Trek podcast, Pop Off, where we geek out on comics, movies, and TV shows that are the superstars of geek culture, Podcast Who, the Doctor Who podcast with Phil Stamper, Ninjas vs. You, the official podcast of the Ninjas vs. Trilogy, and Garrett and RJ Go Hollywood, two regular guys trying to make it in Tinseltown. All of this is available for you for free by going to Geeks Radio radio.com or searching geeks radio on itunes geeks radio is a presentation of endlight entertainment